Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Hi, everyone. It's me. So today, we're kind of going to take a break from our regular scheduled programming to just answer some questions, get to explain ourselves on a deeper level because like this is a podcast, but at the same time, we try really hard to make sure that we can relate to our audience and share our own personal stories and our own personality and stuff like that, which is why we have those chats at the beginning of our episodes. So today is kind of just going to be an elongated intro where we just kind of have a conversation and answer some questions that you guys asked us on Instagram. Yeah, we... We're worried about making this episode, I think, just because a lot of times when we aren't talking about like the standard stuff about like transitioning and, and all that jazz, when we're not talking about it, it does sometimes feel like people aren't listening and it can be hard, you know, trying to be ourselves, express ourselves when all anybody wants to talk about is our transition. And sometimes I kind of just want to live my life and not think about it for a little bit, just a little teeny tiny bit. So, yeah, I think this episode, we're just going to kind of try and just talk about some things to get our mind off of it, get you guys to know us a little bit better, and hopefully you can kind of just hear more of our personalities and less of our opinions on something we've talked about a bajillion times. So, yeah, with that being said, um, I want to say a big thank you to our patrons. Uh, You guys support us every single month, and we absolutely appreciate it without you we like, I don't know, it just, it helps us so much. And it's amazing to see that we're like growing and to see all the people that are continuously supporting us. And I just, I just want to say thank you because never would I have ever thought we'd have such an amazing supportive like group of people wanting to help us out, wanting to contribute to the show and wanting to see us grow. So with that being said, a big thank you to Allie Allie, um, Ellie Kim, um, Joe Fan, uh, Kyle, Kylie, um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. So thank you to all of you guys for continuously supporting us and you are incredible and we really, really appreciate all the support. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Again, thank you. It's so weird to me that people are willing to support us in that way, but we're so grateful. Even if you don't support us through monetary fashion, like just watching and listening and commenting, giving us feedback is always appreciated as well. So thank you a million times to everybody. Now we can start with just like our regular conversations. Are there anything anything important going on in your life right now that you want to share? Yeah, there's some frustrating things going on. Before I, I forgot someone's name, Abigail Bowen. Thank you. Um, we love you, yeah, Abigail. We love you. But yeah, there's been a lot of frustrating things going on in my life because we recently got new management at my apartment complex and they were very like relaxed with animals in the apartment complex. Like... We're supposed to have pet rent and we're supposed to pay monthly for rent and have a pet deposit and all this stuff. But like when I first moved in here, the guy at the complex was like, like low key, like saying like basically told us like they don't check. He doesn't even like he believes that it's wrong to like charge people to have animals. And so he was just kind of complaining and saying that like if we wanted an animal, they don't check. It's like low key. So don't worry about it. So I was like, yeah, chill. That's awesome because I don't want to have to pay monthly to have my cat who literally she is so calm. 
and she doesn't really do anything but mope around all day. So like what she's not bothering or causing any sort of damage. She uses her litter box and it doesn't affect the smell of our apartment. We keep it very clean. Like she's literally such a good cat. So it's frustrating because we got new management recently and all of a sudden they're like coming down hard on like animals. And we got like a an email saying like starting next month, they're going to start pet checks to making sure that everyone has a pet. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm like, my first thought is like, well, I can't have like, and if they find that we have a pet, they're going to give us like a, a fine basically saying like, you know, you disagreed them against the lease. So we're going to fine you. And then you're also going to have to pay the pet deposit as well as pay the monthly pet rent. And it sucks because they've also been adding a bunch of other charges. They recently started this like trash valet service where they'll take the trash out for you but I live right next door to the trash can. So it takes me two seconds to walk the trash to the trash can, but it's mandatory that we have this valet service and it's 15 like extra dollars a month on top of the $10 we already pay for trash disposal. So it like comes up to 25 to $30 more that we're paying like a month. And it's like, it's getting annoying because like, they're finding a little things to charge everyone a bunch of things over. And I'm just like, calm down. Like, like why are you, you're ruining this like, this, I don't know. I had such a good experience here with the first year living here. And then all of a sudden, everything's been going downhill. So now I'm worried about fig and like having to pay all this extra money. So like I've been like reaching out to therapists, seeing if they like write an ESA letter um, stating that she's an emotional support animal. Because I did get fig whenever she was like, um, she when I was first like starting like my life, I had just um, moved out from my hometown and I lost a lot of family. So I was like, I need a cat. I need someone that I can have a call family. So I got her. So she kind of is um, an emotion support animal. She's honestly given me so much to live for. Like every day I wake up and I like, I'm so hope- like happy that I get to feed her. I get to be- play with her. So like, I've been trying to reach out to all these therapists and it's become this whole thing. Cause like my one therapist can't do it because he's technically like a student and and then another one just hasn't responded. So I'm like, so mad. It's been a long week. <laughs> That's so annoying. It just sounds like they need money, <laughs> which is why they're doing all this extra stuff. Like yeah. our apartment has a pet deposit too, and we have not paid it because we got Jordan like almost a year after we moved in and we didn't have a cat then, obviously. And like they don't ever check or like yeah. ask us. And she's a cat. Like it's not like she's leaving she doesn't go outside. She doesn't poop everywhere. So that's what I'm saying. It's not really a big deal. And I typically think like the pet like deposits are more more for like dogs, where like they can have, have they could be noisy. They could like leave a lot of smell. They could I don't know. They can they stand out a lot. And so yeah. it's never an issue unless they stand out. And with cats, they they really it's just simple and they never stand out. So like I'm just upset because like now I have to drop like I already pay a lot of money per month. Uh, or for rent every month like I pay a lot and like more than I probably should especially in Florida um um and it just it makes me so sad because like I have to pay like an extra I don't even how much money more to keep my cat like it's just unfair so it's been a stressful time yeah I agree I don't even really like I understand if you have a dog like a, some type of deposit because things happen. Like they might pee or poop or bite something. But like some places ask for $500. And I'm like, is that necessary to ha- ask that much to have like a 
dog, small dog, because most of them have like weight requirements. So like a little chihuahua, you don't need to spend $500 when you actually probably paid like 100 to get the pet in the first place. Like that's a little extreme to me. Yeah. It's like, and, and we got an email that said like, if you register your pet this month, you know, we'll, cause we are realizing there's a lot of unregistered pets on the, on the premises or whatever. And if you register this month, we'll give you guys a reduced fee of $300 for the pet deposit. And I'm like, that's reduced $300 to have my cat. It's annoying. And, and especially, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so mad because like, it was never a, de- a big deal until recently, and they're only cracking down on it now is because people are picking up their dog shit outside when they walk it. So now it's like a big deal for them. Yeah, that's yeah. really frustrating. That trash thing but is it, stupid too. Like, really? Like, yeah. Oh my god, I made a big deal. I threatened to sue them. Like, I was so mad. I was like, this is against my lease. But they have like some fucking claws on some random ass page that's like two and like two little like centimeter, not even like it's just like fine print basically of them saying that they could, if they give us like a 30 day like notice, they can charge us whatever the fuck they want to. And it made me so mad. But anyways, besides me being negative, there's some positives going on in your life. What has been going on? So I actually got a new job. I got yes. my call back on Tuesday, I believe. Um, so they officially extended me an offer. And that's going to be in October after my surgery, which I was like stressing out so much about because my the job that I work at now is actually paying for my surgery. And I was like, I don't want to get a new job and then have to put in my two weeks and then they're going to be like, okay, bitch, well, you're leaving us. So we're not going to fucking pay for your surgery. So the fact that it's starting after my surgery and after my recovery date is great. So I'll be able to walk into my new job with my new face. And I'm really excited. Uh, I still like haven't told my current job that I'm leaving yet, which I'm starting to feel bad for. But again, I'm still like working through my whole surgery thing and my leave of absence and all that type of stuff. Because, like, they have plans for me to transfer to a new store and help them set it up and train all the new hires. But in the back of my head, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm actually not doing that. I'm actually leaving you guys. But I haven't found the right time to tell them yet. And I'm getting a little nervous. But it's not like they're going to stop me from leaving. I know it's going to be fine. It's just, like, I kind of feel bad because they have plans to move somewhere else. So, Yeah. That's a little bit stressful, but I'm just overall excited that I have my new job. My surgery is coming up. Life is really good for me at the moment. Congrats! That's really exciting. I'm. So, I like you were telling me all this like stuff, and then all these good things have been happening to you, and you deserve it. All, all the good things should happen to you. I don't know. I just feel bad because they. Ha- my manager keeps saying like, "I'm so excited that you get to transfer to this new location. It's going to be such a good growth experience for you to train all these people." And I'm like. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, like this job is like, I'm leaving and so I hate this place, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating too cuz it's like, yeah, like you're going to learn you're going to be gross so much and it's like they don't they never compensate for it. They never no. they never like yeah, they'll never show you that they care or that you're deserving of of any more income because and it's a business. And the thing is, like the position that I have now I'm a manager. Like I have a lead position. I have so much responsibility 
that the job that I just got is a trainee position that offers more hours and way more money and it's salary. So I'm like, I feel like that's a no brainer. Like as a trainee, obviously my salary is going to be renegotiated in a couple months after I finish training and it's going to be even more money. So I just feel like that's a no brainer for me. And this is where I need to be in order to actually grow into a career that I can live on in LA. Yeah. That, and like, especially in LA, you need the money, but I, I love that you're a trainee tranny. I love being a trainee. It's like I'm a baby again. Oh my God. I'm gonna have a new face. No one's going to recognize me. That's amazing. Like it's just that, like, Oh, that's going to be so weird. Just a whole new start for you. That's what it seems like. It's just like a brand new, like almost life where you can just yeah. like, you know, be in a position that you're proud of and just be excited to start like your life in some, and like with the, like a new phase, you, you'll be that bitch. And I'm my really training manager, she's going to be like, bitch, why do you fucking look different? Like, did you do something? <laughs> yeah. Why is your bow bone smaller? <laughs> That's funny. Did you say you're getting surgery around that time? I said I was getting surgery. I didn't tell them what I was getting though. Oh, that's, so. They'll probably think it's just like, oh, like, like, because everyone in LA gets some type of plastic yeah. surgery. So they'll probably think it's something like that. But yeah. Um, anyways, with that being said, we can jump into the ad. I, I know we talked a lot, but we, yeah, we can jump into the ad. I hope you guys enjoy this week's ads. All right. So now we are going to be jumping into the questions asked by our followers on Instagram. If you want to be featured in an upcoming episode, Follow either of us on Instagram or the Girlish Podcast and send us a question. So the first one, we kind of touched on this last week at the very, very end. But the question is, what are your thoughts about Zodiac signs? And All right. you can go first because I feel like you're more in tuned with the Zodiac world than I am. So well, I want to know your thought. Way. Like, what? Like, how do you feel about it? Like, do you believe it? Like, I want to know what like you think about it. Yeah. So I'm like somewhat in the middle, but leaning towards like I do because just like reading the descriptions of like how the certain signs are, and like looking back at certain people that I've known that have been that sign. 99% of the time, it's exactly to the T that I'm like, cancer, me. It, it's the epitome of me. I'm not even ashamed to say it. Emotional. My boyfriend, exactly the same. He's a fucking cancer, but he's on like the cusp of cancer slash Leo, and he's a fucking Leo too. So like everything is just so on point, which like makes me believe in it more, but I'm still like a little bit skeptical about certain things. Like I don't. There are t- sometimes where like my horoscope has been spot on and sometimes where it doesn't relate to me at all. But like just the general gist of like zodiac signs, it's usually right. Yeah. And from that's that's so funny because like I yeah, I, I feel get very cancer vibes from you. And if you were anything, I'd say that. I'd say I'd, I'd get very Libra vibes from you. But I'm like, I'm just really, I love astrology. Like astrology is like so fun for me. And like I, I, 100% believe it. Probably, definitely, I don't like, I'm not religious by any means. I don't believe in any like God or anything like that. But for astrology, I'm so like in, into it. And I'll, there will be moments in my life where like I'll get 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 out of there or, or I'm like, oh, I don't believe in it. But then there are other moments where I'm like, oh my God, this is like so, so real. And so like, I like follow it very closely. Like I'm always like looking at you know, updates with my life or, or things that are going on. Because every time I read things about me, especially when I like 
you know, put my chart out there, like, you know, calculate my chart and read about my chart and like all my, the different layers of my personality and I read everything. It is so spot on. I feel like every single time it's so spot on and it's crazy because I'm a Libra technically. So, but I'm on the cusp. I'm born September 23rd. So on leap years, I'm a Virgo. No one believes me. Everyone says, no, you're just a Libra, but I think I was born a Virgo. So technically I'm a Virgo, (laughs) but no, I'm a Libra um, rising. My son, that's my sun sign. No, I don't even know what this means. (laughs) No. Yeah. I'm fucking up. I don't know. My sun signs Libra. My rising is a Gemini and my moon sign is an Aquarius. So that means I'm literally all air. I'm all air signs and everyone's air. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because like, I'm, yeah, I'm such a fucking flowy bitch. Like that's just how I am. (laughs) And so it's, it's interesting looking into like all the details about like everything. And it's really cool to kind of look at stuff like rising is how people perceive you. Your um, moon sign is like how you are with yourself, like how you feel about yourself and how you express things um, when you're by yourself. And like, your overall is like your sun sign. And those are like the three main that I really go off of. I don't look too into it because it can be like a, a void that you can just be sucked into and you're like researching and it's never ending. It's like, it's truly like its own science astrology. So it's really cool. And I fucking love it. It's honestly so fun. Something interesting that we brought up last week though, is that do you think that you have a different sign from when you were born to when you started your hormones. Because if I went off of that, I would be a Scorpio, I think. What's wait, wait. Well, yeah, what was that? Yeah, let me see. Let me look at mine. Um, I would be a Scorpio if I went off of my transition date. And I don't really, really? know what that means. Like, what is a Scorpio? Are they nice? That's so funny. Does it sound I, like Scorpio's... I would be a Taurus. So I think Tauruses are, I want to say Tauruses are earth signs. Let's see what a Scorpio. Scorpio. You are well known for a shy nature and artistic aptitude. Okay. Well, I mean. Interesting. That's okay. I, I thought when you brought that up last week, I was like, oh my God, let's make a business out of it. And I want, I didn't want to say it on the podcast. But I'm like, we should like start that like a trans, like rebirth, like horoscope oh thing. God. Whether that like might be an app or like whether that's like like a book or something that like it's like uh, uh, your horoscope depended on the day that you started your transition or you officially came out or you officially started doing this. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting and very like trans oriented, but I think that's funny. But truly, I don't know like if, if that makes a difference because it almost is kind of like a rebirth. I recently was on Twitter and I, I don't want to get into the trans topic, but I was recently on Twitter And I saw someone who was like tweeting about saying like, you know, I like appreciate my old self because they got me to where I am today and like all this stuff. Like I'm not going to just like shun who I used to be. But like for me, like fuck that person I used to be. Like I don't want anything to do with that. Mm -hmm. And like sure, like I've developed a lot because of who I used to be and I am the way I am today because I used to be. But I don't want anything to do with that. So when I when we do talk about like astrology and stuff, it is interesting to think of like this new life that we have, especially when we started transitioning or like we started hormones. So like does horoscopes affect that? Like I don't know. I don't know either. That's really interesting. 
Send us a message if you have like a different horoscope and you identify with it because I'm kind of interested in it. And reading about Scorpios, it kind of makes sense. So are Scorpios fire signs? Let me look at it. They're water signs. Oh, Scorpios are water. Although sometimes mistaken as a fire, Scorpio is a water sign. Okay, that's good. As long as it's not a fire sign because (laughs) Aries are the fucking worst. I'm just going to, I want to rant a little bit because I fucking hate Aries. Some of them are okay. I love you, Alice. Please don't be mad at me. But Aries literally ruined my fucking life. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I have a sister who gives me so much hell and she's an Aries. They're just very direct. They know what they want. And I I can't, I can't take it. It's too much energy. As a me- as a Libra, as a mediator, I cannot. It's too- sorry. I'm going off on this because I really I, I love I love horoscopes. But yeah, so if you're an Aries and you're watching, fuck you. Fuck off, Aries. <laughs> Fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we can go to the next question. I kind of went off a little bit on that one too much. All right. So the second question is: How would you describe your sense of style? And I think that's a that's a pretty interesting and fun one. And I think we kind of have some, maybe similar styles, I think you and me, but I, yeah. I think it might be a little different. But what would you say? Um, it's definitely changed. I would say right now it's very casual, like, but I am like starting to realize like I'm an adult. I need to start getting like adult clothes because I still kind of dress like I'm in college. Like I just wear jeans and like sneakers and a crop top and I'm good to go but that's like it depends on where you live I feel like because my style definitely morphed when I moved to LA and it's a lot different than when I lived in Seattle because it was colder and we actually had seasons and stuff like that so it's a little different living in LA because it's like always summer but in general like very casual I'm not super girly so yeah, I don't like wear heels a lot unless I have to. I don't wear skirts unless I have to or, or dresses. Always in sneakers or slides or flats or something like that. My boyfriend has like morphed me into a sneakerhead. So I love sneakers now, um, which is not good for my bank account. But <laughs> I like sneakers. I think they're a really fun way to like spice up an outfit, especially since sneakers are kind of being more accepted as like a formal choice for shoes like you see celebrities and people on red carpets with sneakers on and it's like normal for them so that's pretty cool um I'm really into like monochromatic colors I don't like a lot of color to be honest so like I'll wear a pair of jeans like blue jeans but I'll always wear a white or a gray or a black tank top or t-shirt or something um but yeah it's just like very relaxed and casual and not girly at all kind of tomboyish but I don't know I don't even really know how to describe my style no it's it's definitely like really difficult to like kind of talk about how you dress because like I'm in that same like wavelength where I'm like I feel like I dress pretty casually I don't I don't try like to be this all really feminine being that I felt like I used to really try to be like four years ago or three years ago I would like buy like skirts and dresses and like very like feminine shorts or whatever. I, I used to have like a bunch of like floral shorts and stuff. And I really tried to be as like feminine as possible because I thought I had to be. And then I found like this like nice, like just area where I'm like, I can just be casual. Like no one is trying, like, why am I trying so hard? I felt like I, 
I like caught myself and I was like, you're literally, I'm just trying to, I'm being someone I'm not. And then, so I finally found like, just like, I, I literally wear black jeans every day. I have like two pairs of black jeans. Um, and like, like you, I'm just like, I wear a bunch of like solid, like color things. I'm, I'm very like, it's like, I have black. My whole closet is black. And I would consider myself, my girlfriend and I, we went through a lot of like the cluttering and we, our lives are very minimal. So I guess I would consider myself like a minimalist. So my, my style and like the way that I choose to dress is very minimal. And I, and I just try not to like stand out. I just try to be as basic like as possible when it comes to like my clothing. I probably have like maybe 10 to 15 things hanging up in my closet. It's very like, I wear the same things probably every week just to kind of go through rotations of my outfits. Also, I'm poor. So that could be a reason why I choose to do or live that way. But yeah, I've been wearing a lot, especially because it's summer in Florida. I've been wearing like a lot of basic tank tops. I have like a black one and I have like a dark blue one. And I just wear those and I switch it up like with different like, like cardigans or like I switch it up with different maybe just like funky like looking sweaters or something like I like to just kind of like wear like a tank top with a sweater especially if I'm inside an AC and if I get hot outside I can just take it off Um, it's pretty like versatile and then I wear black jeans every day sometimes I wear shorts but that's on like very rare occasion but typically it's like just simple stuff like that I also have I'm very much I feel like lately I've been very like keen to like a burnt orange. I have like a few things in my closet that are like a, like a burnt orangey color, like a fall color. And so I'm happy that I'm like getting more of those colors because we're going into fall and it's like just becoming like this cool, like color to look at. It's like a nice aesthetic. So my closet's pretty much filled with like black and like, that's the only pop of color that really sticks out. And yeah, it's just really simple stuff. I wear black vans every day. Um, yeah, I just, I really like Vans because they make my feet look skinny. If you're wearing Vans, you have the skinniest feet in the world. And for me, because like, yeah, my for me, like my, my shoe size are pretty big. So it can be like a little hard to kind of shop for me. So if, when I stick to Vans, it's just, it just makes it easy. And I don't feel too weird because Vans are unisex. So like I'm just like, it's cool. So like black Vans every day. And I just switch up my like simple um, tank top or whatever. Vans are good for making your feet smaller. So are Nikes. I just bought like a pair of Air Force Ones, like a, online, like a special edition because I'm that bitch. I wanted to surprise oh. myself. Well, not surprise myself, but like congratulate myself for yeah. getting a job. And I went to the mall to like try on sizes so I can order the right size. And I'm usually like somewhere between an eight and an eight and a half. And the guy was like, we don't have any eight or eight and a half in women. So like, here's boys, sevens and nines. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You really think I'm going to fit into boys shoes? Like I'm a tranny. I have big feet. And I literally fit into like kids shoes for the Air Force Ones. Like I'm a size six in boys, which was like fucking surprising to me. I was like, oh, like I, I have dainty small feet now. I'm so happy. But yeah. So like, Air Force Ones and other Nikes too. They they're always like they make your feet look smaller than they actually are. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll have to look into those because like yeah, I don't I don't try. I feel like I get a lot of like anxiety when I'm like shoe shopping. I have like a panic attack and I have to stop because like I always like 
they never either they never have my size when I'm shopping for like women's shoes. They won't have my size. And I'm not like that. My feet aren't that big, like especially and they've shrunk a lot since hormones. But it is kind of like hard finding my balance where I'm like, so I just kind of stick with Vans. It's like the one easiest thing or Adidas. Sometimes I have like a pair or two of Adidas that I just that I own. But yeah. Okay. So let me find the next question so I can read it properly. Okay. So moving on to the next question, it is, what is your opinion on National Women's Day and why do you think it's necessary? So this one's definitely a little more serious and loaded. So what are your thoughts? Do you think it's necessary? How do you feel about it? I think... um I wonder if we have different opinions on this. Oh, I'm scared. We'll see. <laughs> okay, I think it. I think it's necessary. I I think that there's definitely a community and there's conversation to be had when it comes with like a marginalized group. And I would say that women are pretty marginalized, especially in a world where there's not equal pay, in a world where women are often um, ostracized or seen as a certain way. Society views them a certain way. There's a lot of standards and pressure put on them especially when women didn't even get the right to vote up until like maybe 80 years ago. Um, so like it, it is kind of insane to know or to see that, 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 I don't know, women are seen so vastly different than men are. And I definitely think there is a community that is there, especially even if you're talking about women with reproductive right, or rights. And when you talk about abortion and stuff like that, I definitely think there's a community there but a lot of times when it does come to like, you know, like a National Women's Day or a women like celebration or like community of people all coming together to celebrate women or to talk about issues regarding women, I do think that a lot of it consists of cis talking points, cis women talking points. So I think it can be a little like, what's the word I'm looking for? Where, But it, it's like very close to, you know exclusionary that's the word it can be very exclusionary towards i think um people who might not have the same re- the women that might not have the same reproductive rights that are re- reproductive systems that other women have and yeah i definitely can think i think it can be exclusionary and it could yeah it can be problematic in some aspects but i do think there is a necessary necessity at, that comes from a day like women's national women's day or things like that i don't know if you have the same opinion or what you think but go off i actually agree with you like i i think it's necessary um and people say all the time like why is it necessary women have the right to vote women blah 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 like you're right we have the right to vote however like there's a pay gap there are so many things that are different between genders and i feel like until the day where men and women are treated exactly as equals and there's no difference between them, I at that point, I think it is not no longer necessary, but we're nowhere near that point in society. So I do think it's necessary because it is important to highlight all of the marginalized groups of people out there who are experiencing life differently than people who are more privileged. So... I agree also with the fact that you said about the dialogue leaning a little bit more towards like a specific type of womanhood and excluding other types of women. 
which is something that I think we can work towards as well. And we are kind of working towards that direction. But I do think it's important because women are not treated as equal to men in this country and in the world in general. So it's important to highlight the women who are making strides towards equality and all of the badass women out there who are doing things and proving people wrong. So yes, I do think it's necessary. Yeah. And like on the contrary to this, like um, I know there's like specifically, you always hear things or people talking about like, well, if there's like gay pride, is there like, like I'm going to throw a straight pride parade or like you hear about like straight pride or you hear about like men's rights and stuff like that. And I'm going to get really heated. (laughs) Yeah. Or like you hear about white people saying like, why don't there, why isn't there a white history month when you're of a, of a group of people that are a majority, when you're of a group of people of privilege that have power, that have constantly put others through um, a system that's just degrading them, a system that's ostracized them, a system that's otherized them, then you shouldn't have a specific day, parade, event that celebrates you. It just doesn't exist and it shouldn't exist because these people, these marginalized people want to come together to show that their voices are being heard, to show that there's growth with community, to show that they deserve the same limelight as the people that have put them down all those years. And so it's degrading and it's like, it's just, it almost discredits um, the people that are marginalized when, you know, straight people or white people or men like want to kind of make this like opposing idea or opposing day or whatever it might be. And it's just, it really is fucked up. So if you're one of those people, fuck you, because that's awful. Yeah. It's not almost. Like, it does erase everything that other people are going through. Like, it's not to say that just because you're white or just because you are a man or any other type of privileged group, that doesn't mean you haven't gone through struggles. But as a whole, like, if you're a white person or if you're a straight person, you're not going to receive discrimination because of your race or because of your sexual orientation like when have there ever been restrictions on what straight people can do like have you always been able to get married have you always been able to have kids and adopt children like yeah like there's no restrictions on being straight whereas gay people can literally kill you for it so like i I feel like that's a no-brainer anybody with common sense would figure out why there's no such thing as straight pride or white pride but i mean I guess comments yeah. is not something that's common anymore. <laughs> Especially in America, definitely and not. That's the and that's the week that's the wig says. <laughs> but um no, yeah, like you see that a lot. And I also think even like people who are very progressive, especially when it comes to like days like 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 a women's day, you see a lot of counter protests by specifically let's say like trans people. Uh, because a lot of times it is exclusionary and I 100% understand that, but I don't think there's, I don't think there should be like a protest against it. I don't think, I remember being in this like club in college that um, was for trans people specifically, for trans people of color. And these people were like protesting a women's march because um, they didn't, they, meaning they didn't, they didn't go, they didn't want to go because they didn't want to participate in its cis agenda or whatever. And I also think that's kind of frustrating, like not, not going to an event because it doesn't include you. 
I think you should do the exact opposite. I think if you want your voices to be heard, if you want to stand up for your rights, if you want to kind of bring like trans awareness into like a woman's conversation or whatever you want to call it, because we are women, I think you should go and make your voices be heard. I think that's what the whole point of a march is, the whole point of like a National Women's Day. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say don't go, don't be a part of it. I'd say definitely participate and show your voices and let yourself be heard because that's really important. So yeah, I just wanted to like add that in there because I, I hate when people are like, I don't want to participate because they exclude me. And it's like, well, make yourself included, like make yourself included. And I think that's a big yeah. thing. Just There was like this big issue with the Women's March when they wore the pink pussy hats because yeah. a lot of people thought that that meant that they only cared about cis women that have vaginas and like I can kind of see that but at the same time like a vagina is like so overly sexualized and I feel like that's more of what the symbolism was not necessarily this march is only for people that have vaginas it's just that the fact that the vagina itself is over sexualized so much in every single part of the world and that's what they're fighting to create equality with so I do yeah. I agree with you like it can be frustrating when like there's a group like a trans people are a little hesitant to support like a women's march or something like that. But what what is it going to do for you if you just sit there and not inject yourself in the conversation and converse with these people? Like chances are most of the women at these marches are willing to have a conversation about it. So, yeah. And everyone going to these. Yeah. Everyone going to these marches has their own story or has their own thing that they want to support. And if they are a cis woman, you don't know their story. You don't know if they've had trouble with um, getting access to abortions or getting access to mental health regarding their um, genitalia. You have no idea. And so if they're there supporting that, if they're there with big signs that have vaginas on it, I think we overlook that. And I think we're almost invalidating how they've or how they are protesting, how they yeah. are trying to express their own experience. So you yeah. can invalidate their own experience because you don't have a vagina and they do, and that's what they experience. So it's like, so yeah, if you do have your own experience, then I definitely think you should go and you should make yourself be heard with your own experience, but don't invalidate others in order to do that. If that makes any sense. That's my whole spiel on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you have the last question. I believe I do. Okay. So the last question um, comes from a good friend of mine. I want to give her a shout out because she's amazing. Uh, their name is Lily and she has really great music. Stream last minute customer on Spotify. But she asked, what inspires you about everyday life? Not that this was a cute question to end on, like something to just kind of, I don't know be positive, especially if we can talk about like more heavier things. And so I think it's like cute to answer. So do you have an answer for this? I had to think about this for a second. Like what inspires me? I did too. Um, I, I feel like this is going to sound like kind of narcissistic, but myself, I don't know if that's bad to say. No, definitely but not. Like it's just for the fact. Wow. That you conceited bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like for literally my entire life pretty much I was living unhappily and living in a way that was not validating my true identity so like 
seeing the steps that I'm taking now, like getting a new job, getting the surgeries that I finally always ever wanted, like living in LA, doing all these things that I never thought I would do is inspiring because like I just said, I never thought I would ever be at this point. So it's kind of just like reflecting back on your own story or reflecting back on my own story, acknowledging the journey that I've been on and like being excited to see what else I'll be able to accomplish because, you know, there are always going to people that tell you, you can't do something because you're trans or nobody's ever going to love you. Nobody's ever going to hire you or take you seriously. But I feel like I am kind of defying everybody else's expectations that have said things like that to me. So myself, I'm the most inspirational person in my own life. And I love myself. I'm better than everybody. I'm just kidding. You're a bad bitch. And you should inspire yourself. I think, Yeah, we all should inspire ourselves. And yeah, I think when it comes to this question, I think my only answer is like, um, the thing that inspires me is probably like the ability to grow, like the the known fact of growth and like growing. Because like the other day, and it's kind of like the same thing as you said, like the way like we've seen each like ourselves grow and blossom and like it's truly inspiring to like love ourselves and to know how far we've come, especially through all the shit that we've been through. And like, even when it comes, it comes, it can be the smallest things. Like just growth comes in so many like wavelengths. Like I recently finally changed my name on my bank account and it's been forever. I legally changed my name uh, in 2016 and I haven't updated um, my debit card since then. Like I just haven't, I've just been avoiding it. And so I had to go back to a uh, bank of America, which is like a really far away, like from where I live. So I had to drive out. And when I was there, I went to a grocery store that was right next to after I updated it. And I went in and I used to go to that grocery store all the time because I worked next to where that, that grocery store was. I used to work next to it. So I used to go there all the time. And I went in and I just didn't recognize the place. I like looked around and I was like, this is such a fucking amazing grocery store. I was like, this is such a gigantic store. It's so clean. It's so nice. And I think back to who I was three years ago, four years ago, when I used to go there. I was living in a life that I truly didn't want to be in. I was really stressed. I was really anxious. I was just trying to move as fast as I could because I wanted to be anything but me. I was hoping that my transition would go fast. I was going through a lot and I was never focused like on the now. So I never appreciated the things around me. And so it finally, it took me three, four years going back to walking into the grocery store and just fucking, I know it's stupid, but just like feeling like understanding and realizing how much I've slowed down, how much life has gotten so much easier and how much happier I am because I can just walk around a grocery store and just be fucking in love with it and just be so in awe of like how nice this grocery store is and just appreciate things around me more. And it, and it's so cool to see that. So I think when it comes to like what I appreciate, I think, or like what I look forward to every day, it's just like, it's truly inspiring to see that growth can happen and it might take a long time. It might be really fast, but growth is always inevitable and it's going to happen. And so I think that's like what like is truly like all awakening for me. Yeah. It's it's crazy because I feel like both of us have 
kind of doubted a lot about ourselves growing up and like for 20 years, 18 years, however long it takes you to come out, like you're just constantly telling yourself that the feelings that you're feeling just have to stay hidden. And now to see that we're actually doing things and like being happy with simple things like going to the grocery store or like going out in public and not getting anxiety or something like that. It's just proof that like we can do what we thought we couldn't do for so long. And honestly, like we're so inspiring. Trans people are the most inspiring creatures on earth. And that's on yeah. again. And that's on and that's on wig. You literally <laughs> love wig. I guess I do. <laughs> that's on thesis. Um, but yeah, with that being said, uh, I love how we wanted to like not talk about trans things, but we yeah we just can't stop it's easy and like it's just yeah it's easy to talk about what you know so but it is true like I think we're, we're so brave and we've come so far and so I'm really happy to just you know be living my life right now I truly think that I've, I've grown a lot and and you know we're always going to keep growing so yeah it's really cool to just know that I'm slowing down you know we're just like especially the older we get like it's nice to just you know, not take things for granted sometimes, just really appreciate th those things around you. And it's good to be able to do it in a body and in a, a state of mind that I've always wanted to do it in. So yeah, thank you guys for supporting the show. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little different and I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. I've been talking a lot. As you can tell, I, I just had coffee. So yeah, you're kind of cracked out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we always fucking rant. Like, we were like, oh, this episode's going to be probably 30 minutes, just a short one. And now it's like we're going on 50. So like oh, I know. we just can't fucking stop talking, clearly. Yeah, we just can't. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And um, yeah, if you guys want to support us, we have a Patreon. It would be really amazing if you could. And we're so thankful to have each and every one of you just in our lives and just listening and paying attention to us. It really means the world. Yeah. So... Again, thank you to everybody who asked us questions today. We really loved answering these questions and taking a little bit of a break from the heavy topics that we've been tackling lately. Um, also, big thank you to all of our patrons who have been supporting us, all of our listeners, and we will see you all next week with another episode. Yeah, so see you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.